I'm Jeff Weiss. I'm a writer for LA Weekly, the editor of Passion of the Weiss, and a writer for Pitchfork and Spin. My name is No Can Do. I'm a rapper, record label CEO, co-founder of Low in Theory, freestyle battle champion, and all-around cool guy. And this is a weekly podcast devoted to what's good, what's bad, and what's weird in the world of hip-hop. And this is Shots Fired. Bow! Shots Fired! What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning into Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and lasers. We're going to have on Open Mike Eagle today. Got a new EP out, Extended Rockabye. We have Dessa on. She has a new album out on the Doomtree label. Uh, she's a talented musician from Minneapolis. I'm sitting here next to No Can Do, eating Chick fil A. Hates everything, obviously, because he's a Chick fil A consumer and he's a. Nah, that's do you not know, it. Uh, do you I feel mean, bad I, about eating Chick fil A? I went to the do you Chick- hate gay people? I went to the Chick fil A on West. I have relatives, and you know they're homosexual, and I don't hate them. You know, <laughs> that's they like have, the, my best friends are black. Have, no, no, no like, you know I'm, I'm, you know I, I'm, I want them to, to prosper, or whatnot. But I was at the Chick Fil A in West Hollywood, right over here, off of fucking what was that Highland and Sunset? Yeah, it's right here. And uh, you know, I, it's delicious. In front of, a gay guy was ordering food. I didn't really? feel bad. Yeah. How did you know he was gay? Because he was flaming. <laughs> how, like how flaming are we? <laughs> I mean, so I can know if you're if you're being. I mean, like, like. Well, he was with the tranny. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. And he was, I mean, <laughs> right. like, it's touche. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could say flaming is that, but he was like, you know, he was very flamboyant, garish. Well, flamboyant doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, because I was I was describing Andre three thousand as, as flamboyant. As flamboyant. He's pretty flamboyant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, he wasn't on stage though. Like, this guy was like was, a Chick Fil A. He was a Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah. He was like, hey, uh. he was like <laughs> ordering Chick Fil A. Just wanna. So, how you doing? You had uh, daylight yesterday, which is his new weekly party on Sundays that you should go to if you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I mean, it, it's. I'm not promoting it right now, but it's. It, <laughs> I mean, it, it, why would it, we do that on the air? Nah, it was really good. Uh, the first one was dope. We had like uh, a really good turnout. We have really good guests. You know, our resident lineup is solid as fuck, and the venue is amazing. But um, I mean, I'm I'm really just I, I created it just because I feel like you know indie rappers in LA like I've always had a place to like go watch up and coming rappers yeah. and be a up and coming rapper and go rap you know uh, but that doesn't exist anymore no. so I'm I'm like doing this kind of like like you know the reason why like you know I imagine like AC and them back in the day started Project Load you yeah. know like I just want a, a place for my friends and the kids that you know that are coming up a place that they can rap but now that like the audience is a little bit older this is like some chill summertime thing that they can you know drink sangrias at and play fucking you know uh, play Connect Four at yeah. yeah, it's just it's the just sangria is there. There's micheladas. I'm sold. Oh, there's um, sangrias and micheladas. Bro. I think it's now it's good that you can now say like Wu Tang, you are for the children. Um, dude, I'm, I've always been that that sweet spot between like 17 to like you know 21, like the years that like a, somebody should be going to college or thinking about going to college. If you're not and you're into music, that's when your brain, you know, that's when your brain soaks up as much as yeah. it can, you know. And I think. And that's when mine did. So I, I just want to facilitate that uh, in the city, you know. I want to make sure, and it's a free event, you know. So yeah. like, you know, I want kids to just come see dope stuff and like and be a part of it, and you know. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been fucking writing for the last seventy two hours poorly. Oh yeah, Out- yeah. But Outcast, because it's hard to write about Outcast. I think because it's like. They, you know, they, twenty years this year, Outcast formed, which is crazy. To that's think tight. Twenty years, and they haven't put out an album in ten. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, so I've been thinking about Outcast nonstop. Bands break up. No, I actually think it's 
I don't want to say it's good that they broke up, but I kind of like the fact that they went out. Like, who goes out on top like that? Like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, most of the time, you just put out increasingly whack albums until like, I don't know. But like, Outkast never put out a bad album, mm-hmm. which is. I mean, is there any other rap group that just put out like unless you're like unless you died? Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anybody else that quit at the top of their. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Dre. Yeah, I guess. But Dr. Dre put out like three, like Outkast, like, and and they weren't. They were more like collaborative. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Outkast. The crazy thing about Outkast to me is like most rappers, most artists, as you know, they get more popular, they expand their circle. Mm-hmm. They start working with whoever's hot, whatever other producer is hot, like you know, to change their sound. Outkast went further inward. You know, they like they got more guests. They got you know, they, but only from Dungeon Family. Mm-hmm. You know, they started producing themselves. They started playing instruments. Like they mm-hmm. made it more about more about the, the 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 tribe that they're from. Yeah. Versus you know, I mean that's that's a perfect reason why. I mean, they're they're an example of why you shouldn't be running around chasing cool. You know. Yeah. Because these are the most successful guys that that in, in the rap game in the '90s and the early 2000s, and they never did anything that that was expected just because they only they only made decisions based on how they felt you know like we were talking about it before when like yeah. that that song with Raekwon like Raekwon wasn't a hot rapper at the time no it was like a mobilarity era Raekwon yeah but it was like that was the perfect flourish for that song yeah. you know like so yeah I was reading about how the song came and I guess he like would like had big boy like he's like come into the booth with me and like he's like huh what and like they were both really drunk so they were just passing the Hennessy back and forth and Raekwon was like oh yeah that's how we did in Wu-Tang like you know it'd be and yeah. I feel like that's like the probably the, why the new Wu-Tang shit is not as good because like you miss that energy of like you yeah know. young I mean yeah it's it's dude they're young and reckless and yeah we're full of ideas when they get older shh, I, I imagine that that shit goes out of the window yeah, you know, because they they've all got mortgages now. <laughs> you can have that, you know that mortgage rap. Yeah, mortgage rap. For um, sure. it's a new genre. So let's play. Uh, before we bring in Mike, and uh, actually, let's maybe we'll bring in Mike for some of the shots. We're about to have shots being fired. Thank, shots fired. Thanks for calling again, guys. All I right. think we need to change our play shots fired thing to that other shots fired with Tank. I think that shit is. Cool. Oh, with the shots fired with Chris Brown and Tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, all not, right. Not really. Though. Um. Let's do it. <clears throat> Fuck it. Hey guys, it's, it's, it's Joey Badass. It's um, Joey Badass. It's Joey Badass is really funny. I wanted to get your take on that Migos song. Versace, Versace. Oh, so that's their I, know, I mean, okay. like, how, how the hell is that a popular song? <laughs> like, I'm Versace with, like, 58 words. And, and, and they, they just repeat it over and over. It's the dumbest <laughs> shit I ever heard. That's not rapping. Ah. Fuck it. That's hilarious. I feel like I know who that is, but I can't call it. I feel like I know that. <laughs> I think it's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It might be. Um, rap, rap is slang for you don't, talks. You don't, don't like think. Versace. <laughs> nah, I, I like the Drake. I like Drake's part of it. Oh, oh Drake's done a song with him? Yeah. yeah, Drake. I mean, that's wow. the that's Speaking the of cool hunting. <laughs> speaking of trying to... That's what I'm saying, man. Like, you don't need to hop on that. Like, I don't know. Like, what? Like, Andre was going to hop on the fucking cool, like, like, whatever. Yeah, he never did. Well, because it's it's also class thing. Because like Migos are like lower class, and like Drake is obviously upper middle class, if not upper class, considering he was a child, he was rich at thirteen, and um, that's like a way of like being like, hey, I'm down, I'm down with what you know. I I don't know. I think Versace is a great song. I yeah, love that song. I mean, anything that's like that happens in the heart of the hood is cool in rap music. 
I don't know why it is that way. Well, rap has always been like, I mean, it's like a bottom up thing. It's like, even if you look at, we're talking about Outcast, that's from the dungeon. Nah, everything. from the basement. Art gets like, like that. Art, art is. The tuxedo, you know, was, you know, was the fucking, was it the British soldiers fucking, based off the British soldiers uniform when they came back from whatever war they were on, you know? I was not aware of that. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, street kids make shit pop. Poor shit, poor kids make shit. Do you pop. hate the Versace song, Mike? I've never heard it. I just see people tweet Versace, wow. Versace, and something random all the but time. But no, hey, Drake killed was. this shit. He he like he uh, made it like no, he didn't. He made it like oh, I can listen to this because it's bad rappers doing what he did. Like, I think Migos he's technically are good, good rappers. You know? I no, think they're, they're not. Good rappers. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the or at least two of them are good. How many of them is it? They have a lot three. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing. Like, if I had to listen to one of those guys do a solo record, I'd beat my fucking head against the wall. <laughs> oh, so you got so you have three horrible guys. Some more guys. You put three. So you put three pieces of shit together, <laughs> and it becomes a fucking diamond. Yeah, I think when I think, hey, I props to them for being like, eh, neither of us, none of us have enough original ideas to sustain a solo album. So let's get together, and then at least our energy will play off of each other. And like, I've been listening to Southern Underground tape since I was a fucking boy, like nine years old. You know, and this is just not. Anything new to me, and this is like no, it's not. This but is like when I see like uh, you know uh, certain sites. I don't want to say the names. Glo- no, not passion. <laughs> I'm taking this week gl- off. Glorifying this, it just it's just like it just reminds me of. Like it's like you haven't heard this. Like it, this happened three years ago. This happened four years ago. This happened like twenty years ago. It's always fucking. There's always how many times have I hopped into your motherfucking car and played you some ignorant shit from the fucking <laughs> south that you know like it. It's it's just it's no different from any of that. It's huh. no no different. It's just something to be so fetishized I mean, for is, now. Is there, is there something new about it, Jeff? You think is, is there some angle? There's nothing new. You don't want to know from somebody who it's likes just, it. It's if, just if, it's if, just young kids and like they they. How old are they? Like nineteen twenty, probably. You know what? It's like the rap version of the fucking five dollar hot and ready Little Caesar pizza. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like it's because it's fucking five dollars and it's hot and ready. I think there's something to be. Look, I don't think it's deep. I don't think it's like particularly novel. I just think it's fun and it has like good energy and it plays. If you play it really loud, it sounds like good and sort of. There's some. That's all it needs to be. It's you know what I mean. Like I feel like. I like my only problem is when people are like, "Oh, this is authentic." I'd rather street listen shit. to the fucking this Wiggles. Is, this is well, it's only when it's like white hipster kids are like, "Oh, this is the real street shit." I gotta be, and you're like, "Dude, like, whatever, like, fuck you." Like, there's, pl- you know what I mean? Like when you're like minimizing like rap to like, oh, if it's if only street rap is real or well, that that to me is bullshit. But you know, hey, Mike, yeah. Yeah, let's play another shot. All right, <laughs> play another fucking shot. All right, all right, all right. I just don't like. I just don't like fucking. I don't like fucking suburban suburban uh, black people fetishizing uh, the hood. I don't like white people fetishizing the hood. I don't like I don't like fucking people from out of the country fetishizing the hood. Yeah, I just don't like it. No, I, feel I don't you, like it. But in my I might in my defense and in their defense, it bangs. So <laughs> on some level, like it sounds good, loud. You like Waka? Uh, some of Waka's songs I like a lot, okay. but I can't listen to a Waka album straight through. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, like, well, what's the difference between that? And is there is it similar? To yeah, that? it's exactly the same reason why anyone would like Waka is the same reason why anyone would like Migos. Like, yeah. and no one's being like, I mean, I got annoyed when people would be like, "All right, Gucci is a lyrical genius," and you're like, "All right, he just compared he compared his jewels to a tomato." It's not an interesting <laughs> simile in any way, shape, or form. But like, no one's saying like, I mean, Waka himself would say, "I'm not really a lyrical." But I, but I feel like when, you know, it's, I don't know, whatever. Let's play the next fucking shot. I'm sorry for getting so angry. Hey, uh, I just want to say the only rapper I've heard that I think really sells drugs right now, that's the young rapper, 
that's a young after school like you, he's the only one who actually describes what it's like in this day and age. It's all oxy. Everyone's <laughs> like an opiate fiend. So it's oxy and uh, chiva, a.k.a. heroin. Uh, he's the only one who actually talks about it like I think it is, or actually that I know it is. I have some experience. He's not good. I'll agree. So I just want to say that. He's the real thing. I hope he's not still doing that, though. That would be stupid. But Schoolboy uh, Schoolboy yeah. Q is also like that a college kid. No, he's not. He went to like wow. West LA for like a he semester. He went to West LA. I thought he had like a football scholarship somewhere. It was like West LA for a semester. I don't even know. If got a football scholarship to West LA. I don't think you get real scholarships to West LA. Okay, then you might get mind. like you might get like eighty dollars off your class or something. I just know he's from Hoover, and that's like yeah. I never thought there'd be a successful rapper from Hoover because they're the most alienated gang in LA. Now wait a minute, that's not that is is Hoover the Schoolboy Crips? I thought that's where he was from. No, he's from the, 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 the schoolyard Crips, and that's like over like in the West. Now, he LA got the name area, because the Hoover's is like. From Hoover Street, yeah, between like fifties like yeah. and like eighties or something, you know. He was like a good student in high school, so like they called him Schoolboy because like he was like going to school. He hadn't dropped out, like he was like seventeen still. You know, he played. I think he went to Crenshaw. I yeah. think, I think so. Yeah, he played football. He was a receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you, you think there's other rappers that talk about selling weed? I don't even think Schoolboy really talk. I mean, he doesn't get that deep into like narrative drug tales. I mean, but he makes reference to it. He makes references to it, but like I feel like, well, we talked about this earlier when now rap is more of, it's about being a consumer of drugs than being the salesman of drugs. But if you want to listen to people talk about selling drugs, just listen to E-40. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, E-40 drops a lot of knowledge about selling drugs. I think it's less time to to take the drugs than to sell the drugs. So I think like anybody who's really selling drugs or has sold drugs is really scared of the fucking statute of limitations and, and really incriminating themselves, I think. Next shot, please. Hey, my name is Ben. I'm from Philadelphia. Uh, just calling it to fire a quick shot. Um, that episode you guys did with T-Fly, uh, that guy just seemed really fucking full of himself. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably the T-Fly. worst shots fired I've ever heard. And I really wanted to hear from that rap genius guy. But uh, yeah, that's, besides that, uh, I was wondering if No Can Do could do a full episode with his African accent. <laughs> oh, you got African Rick Ross on, yeah. on, the, on, the, on the podcast? Well, his, name is, his name is Isaiah. Okay, I did, okay word. <laughs> his name is Isaiah. You could dump that, what I said. If, you if can you answer that, to. your African no, accent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to, I'm not, in the, like, a, I don't do it on call like a fucking, yeah, like, 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 like a fucking train seal. Like that's kind of racist. Is that racist? Is, is that, that racist? Should be of, I, I want to no, hear that. I, I mean, I think like, you know, fucking Eddie Murphy did a whole movie where he pretended to be an African guy yeah you know like I, you're referring to boomerang right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hate sarcasm i fucking hate you for this <laughs> what the distinguished gentleman <laughs> look man i mean I think it was I, beverly hills cop i did a whole episode i you know i like three i think the first or second episode i did that whole thing where my voice is auto-tuned yeah. i've been thinking about like using you know like maybe like Frank could like throw an effect on my voice, you know, the African auto tune or something, where I don't have to try so hard. Like I could just African auto tune. <laughs> African auto tune. Yes, it's it's called the it's called the the uh, Oh man, <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. Ah! <laughs> All right, um, yeah, T Fly. I, I what you wanted to hear the? I mean, I love Alex; he's a good guy, but I don't know. T Fly does have an album out. I mean, I don't know. Somebody actually was saying that in the comment section. They were saying, like, they're like, you didn't tell him to shut up. <laughs> I was like, what am I, like, about T-Fly because he's talking about himself. I'm like, he, he was our guest. Who is T-Fly? Uh, he's a dude. He fucks with Mustard and them. He, uh, oh, yeah. DJ he, Mustard and, like, you know. He's, he's like, on some L.A. function music. He's also, like, one of the, like, crumpers and rise back oh, in the okay. day. Like, baby tight eyes. Yeah. Tight eyes. 
So well, he was just big up in himself a lot, or yeah. But it's it's one of those things where you know it's game time for him, dude. I was just kicking it with like you know uh, the homie from Interscope, and he was just like telling another A&R like, "You need to sign that dude right now." Yeah, he's getting all these, dudes. you know, he's like, getting all, like yeah, Atlantic if, wants him, like Universal wants him, like exactly. Yeah, like every time I every time I hear hear a white guy tell a cocky nigga not to be cocky, it reminds me of fucking Muhammad Ali, bro. Like I, you know, just like nah, he's gonna well, be. He's I, like that. Being confident in yourself is gonna get him results you also know? yeah if he wasn't confident in himself like he, i mean the dude was sleeping on the street like a year ago like you know yeah. what i mean like that's pretty wild to like i mean i don't know i feel like you're entitled to kind of like feel yourself a little bit if like yeah you went from homeless to like about to get a mil- multi-million dollar deal in one year exactly like he's gonna get like a million dollars at least in advance probably more yeah i mean he's just happy about where his li- life is at just think about this he's getting his own first fucking apartment yeah like he's just know, about to get his own he apartment. just got a record on the radio you wouldn't talk about yourself dude when's the when, i bet you when you fucking get a promotion you go home to your wife and he's like, I got a promotion. I'm so amazing. You talk about that shit all fucking day. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean to you, but you got to see where the guy is coming from. And if you can't see, then go fuck yourself. Fair enough. Last <laughs> shot. And we're about to bring in Dessa. Yo, it's Arabian, your life coach. Uh, oh, I like this guy. He's the guy, that with the, he's the guy with the fake uh, voice. After hearing you talk about Kevin Gates for the 9,000th time, <laughs> started listening to him. Great, so thank you. Uh, and also, when you this last episode where you were talking about music you like, uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but you mentioned some group named Durag something, and then your mind immediately jumped to Tyler, the creator. I thought that was kind of funny because the thing you wrote about him in the LA Weekly was all about Durag and shit. Durag's so, the, the Durags remind you of Tyler, the creator, apparently. Uh, that sounds really stalkerish, but but I noticed that. But anyway, um, your out of breathness sounds a little stalkerish. My favorite episode <laughs> that you guys have done, probably besides the little B one, obviously, which is the best one, was the New Year's like you you counted on your five favorite songs. That was like a really fun one. So I think you guys should do like a halfway through the year top five favorites or something. Okay. All right. What's your favorite song of the year? Uh, Versace. Man, shut up with that shit. <laughs> hey, I'm chewing ice. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have a favorite. No, we, we can't do it on the spot. These are things we have to think about and make a whole episode out of. You yeah, know? we'll do it. Maybe. Thank you for that shot. This yeah, is Shots Fire. We're going to our commercial break. Shots Fire. It's Dragon Boy Suede coming at you with an important announcement. I just released Douche Minutia. One of the best albums of the years, and it could be yours to own right now. Enjoy all 11 tracks at your leisure. Listen while driving, eating, dancing, commuting, or chewing. You can gnaw while you listen. What are you chewing? You can chew some of gum. Oh, boy. Hop out the bed at the end of the sesh. Your footwork will be a mess. Woozy from the pounding. Of this deal, like the first time you wore high heels. By now, we all know the chart-topping hit that spawned America's biggest dance craze, Newborn, Newborn Baby, Baby Colt. That's it, and cool, you dance it the best. Thank you. There's more to be discovered in this crowd-pleasing collection, much, much more. You need this album in your life, and I can make it happen. Head on over to howardkramer.bandcamp.com to instantly copy your copy in almost any digital format. It's just one easy payment of $5 
or any greater amount of your choosing. Come oh. on, give him a little more. Throw he, it, throw it in. Throw it, throw it a little more for Howie Michael Motorcycle. Thank you so much, Koo. It's also available on Amazon and iTunes. Thank you for the support, Chartis. Dragon Boys, wait out. Now back to the show. Yep, we are back. This is Shots Fired with Jeff Weiss. We have our guest, Dessa. I forgot that my name is No Can Do. I forgot to introduce myself. My name isn't Jeff Weiss either. Your name isn't Jeff Weiss? No, it's Tropicana Algiers. <laughs> I'm going with that. Nice. Is that like yeah. an old Cuban whorehouse or something? I think it sounds like the name of like a baseball scout turned brothel owner. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with. Tropicana Algiers. No, I think that's that's like that's that's casino. There's fucking the Algiers. Was it's the, like a mob. You know, they have a Wu Tang generator name. That's like my mob <laughs> generator name. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's up, Desa? What's going on? I don't know. Nothing. Chilling. <laughs> Nothing. Chilling. How's LA treating you? LA's been good, man. LA, yeah. yeah. LA. LA takes a lot of wooing. A you know? wooing. Wooing. It does. Yeah. LA's not easy. It's not. Uh, it's easy for me. Well, <laughs> congratulations, man. <laughs> you're, you're from here. You can, you can drink the tap water without getting sick. Oh, no, I don't drink the tap water at all. Unless I want my mouth to taste like I'm chewing on foil. It has delicious fluoride. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make you a communist. <laughs> Is that what they say? They said it was a communist plot in the 50s. That was like the fear, like because people are crazy. I mean, people still like to this day. I got like conspiracy theories. Homies, my homie Bobby, he's just like you know fluoride like calcifies this like mm-hmm. gland, and then you know mm-hmm. it makes you a fucking sheep. Yeah, but you get to keep all your teeth. But you get to keep you know? all your teeth. Yeah, yeah. what do, what do you think about this? Teeth. I'm into it, man. Like ah, it, it's a delicate, it's a delicate balance. I'm gonna say if you're gonna put fluoride in the water, go for it. Man, you know, then I can occasionally fall asleep after a show half drunk without brushing my teeth. And now I still get them in my head. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah do that's it. Tight. Do it. So if people are not familiar with what the Doomtree Collective is, mm. maybe you could explain it to them and kind of talk, talk about how you got involved with it in the first place. Yep. I was a fan of those dudes before I was a... Before I was a friend, and then I was a friend before I was a member. But um, they're like a hip-hop collective, seven deep, based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. With uh, with names like Laserbeak and Paper Tiger and Sims and Laser Beak. POS. Laserbeak's yeah, a shit. Laserbeak's a shit. Laserbeak's a dude. He's like the I don't know. He's the most capable, toughest, hilarious, nice dude in the game, man. Yeah. And Sims and Mike McLon and me and um, C Slaughter. So it's seven of us. Maybe ten years ago, decided to to join forces, and from from jump, it's been friendship first, music second, money third. And I think we'll keep it that way until one or all of us dies. How mm-hmm. close is it to the cartoon Super Friends? <laughs> it is indistinguishable from the cartoon. What Super, Super Friends would you be? <laughs> I don't know, man. Not the Super Friends. I'm sorry. Is that the Justice League but in cartoon form? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she'd be you Wonder could, Woman. You give it, yeah, you could give it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Wonder Woman, right? That's it, man. Wonder Woman had a great bracelet. I like that. Rap she adopted did. the Wonder Woman bracelet. She did specifically Ghostface. Yeah, no, nah, Wonder Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman is like the girl that all all the rappers yeah. wanted to date, low key. I mean, it's like that's it's like the hip hop group. It's she like wears you know, underwear. Yeah, she wears. That's it. And they all wore underwear. That's true. That's true. All right, I seed. I seed. You know, I seed. Are you a feminist? <laughs> I'm a humanist. I'm a humanist. Okay. Um, Maybe if you're a feminist, like, that's cool. Yeah. I like I like her bracelets, man. I rock Wonder Woman bracelets when I'm at home. I kill her. So I'm her. 
You, no, don't tell jokes. That's my job. Okay, excuse me. Sorry. You keep you stay on subject. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ken is reading his jokes Probably. off a card right now. Jeff, information. Okay. You answers. Content. Okay. And I shall joke. Okay. Okay. Have you ever listened to Shots Fired? I listened to uh, I listened to two episodes in part on the elevator on the way here, waiting for you guys to show up. Huh. Really? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we're, what they, they don't tell that's you. That's what we're, we're best at. Late. Being late. Yeah. Yeah, we're was like fifteen. <laughs> we're really good. <laughs> I was on time. I was like five minutes late. I was ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which was pretty on Not time true. for me. If I'm fifteen minutes late, I consider that on time. Oh my <laughs> editor, hey, Mike Eagle just walked Speaking in. Colored of. people came in on Mike Eagle time. <laughs> that was racist. Bang. How's it going? Pretty cool, man. Yeah. Cool. Mike was on the. Mark Marin podcast today. It just came out today. Just came out today. I need to retweet that. What kind of a friend are you? <laughs> Label boss. His own business going on. Yeah, I got all kind of dumb <laughs> shit happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty awesome adventure through yesterday, dude. Huh? I said it was a pretty awesome event you threw yesterday. Hell yeah! It was pretty amazing. It was like the most high class like rap shit in LA I've ever. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like. They had fucking for what Mike beat me in, in uh, Connect Four, and I, I was thinking about that Connect. No, well, that's why people were tweeting about you being good at Connect Four. I thought that was just a no. It's not hilarious a joke. joke. They didn't even tag me. In it. That's weird. Why no, I think Speak was was tweeting oh, okay. about that. Yeah, it got pretty. It got heated. Yeah, but <laughs> fuck all that shit. Intuition, yeah. Fuck that. No, I'm yeah. not happy about this shit. I, I don't take L's fucking so lightly. The, there's board games that you're. There's right. board games out outside the outside patio. But fuck, like, let me explain this shit, dude. I realized this while we were driving. I was driving home. You know, like, when you just think about all the things that happened bad to you the day and how you would change it? Yeah. I understand how, I understand exactly how you beat me. Like, okay, not only, (laughs) not only do you have the fucking talent to, like, you know, you're really good at the game, right? But there's a little fucking trick that you were doing whilst playing. Which is you were projecting that you had a fucking strategy while you had your strategy. <laughs> I did though. Exactly. Which, th- but no, that throws you different strategies. Yeah, enough, dude. Like he's a versatile. Like, if you would have just kept that in, I would have kept my strategy. But I saw you having a strategy, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, what's he thinking about? And then I started thinking about what you would be thinking about instead of thinking about what I'm thinking about. How do you? Play that's why I hate you. That game is so simple, but it's really complicated. How do you play rock oh, paper scissors? Is that is that intense? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, I'm the dad that beats his kids at all the games. Like I'm like I can't I can't lose. Monopoly's horrible in my house. My wife just kicks over the fucking the Monopoly board. My daughter yeah. ended up crying. My dad would always accuse me of cheating when I played a board game. He would. He would like there's like times where we'd be like miniature golfing and stuff, and then my dad would stop us and be like, "Do you just kick the ball?" Like I'm like, "No," or like I'd be like, I'd write a four, and he'd be like, "I'm pretty sure that was a five. Wow. <laughs> like I was like, "No," and then yeah, we'd get into screaming fights on miniature golf courses, and then like the 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 family next to us like would like you know I'd like storm off, and my dad would be standing there, and they would like to be like. Yeah, it was a four. <laughs> and he didn't kick the ball either. Yeah. I like your dad, though. Get down with him. Yeah. He's so, how, you guys are... How, how long have you guys been on tour for? Like, three, four dates now? Yeah, I've I've only been on the last uh, three. But that's the one you tour start? On one tonight? Uh, we started We started maybe a week and a half ago. Yeah, and then then hooked up in Phoenix with Open Mike and, and how did Pro. You, how did you guys meet? I saw you at, um, at an event in Minneapolis that POS was also playing. And it was Hannibal Burris, who's... Awesome, a big fan. So I came out to see Steph and Hannibal Burris. 
was like, who's the dude? And then who's the other dude with the head? The yeah. dude. Those dudes are awesome. Who, who's the dude with the head? Was that pro? Yeah, yeah. of course. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a sick head game. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then I, I think that's what she said. I, I'm not. Oh, no. There you go. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Ah, what a sick head game. <laughs> As somebody that has no idea what's going on, <laughs> someone has never. I heard feel of left out. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What a fun, delightful podcast. Um, <laughs> this is. But yeah, I saw him perform. It was like boom. Not not having seen him play live before, I was like, "That's killer." See yeah, it's, it's been pretty amazing too, man. Uh, it's it's been an awesome show. I think we were really like presenting a really awesome night of music all night, and uh, luckily Dessa has throngs of fans, and, yeah. and that helps a lot with with uh, with this live show thing. So you so you also write uh, fiction and poetry as well as as rapping. Or doing, I do nonfiction. Yeah, nonfiction. I stuff. suck at fiction, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of nonfiction stuff have you? Are you usually do you usually focus on? Like, do I do I dig as a consumer or do I write? No, do you write? Do I write? Um, lots of travel stuff. So I met a dude in um, traveling in South America who uh-huh. was a medic who had tried to save the life of a street kid named Angel, and he failed. So the kid died in his arms. So I traveled around with him for a while and interviewed him and wrote up a story. Did real, just, is that real heartwarming, up, upbeat? Kind of oh, it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's morbid like, and morose. It's I was horrible. Like, he probably just like, fuck, I killed Angel. It was, I killed his, an angel. And his name was Life. And yeah. his name was, Yo, okay, his name so was I was Life, leafing yeah. through it because that's the book you have at the shows, right? Yeah. I, I was leafing through that. It's amazing. Yeah, thanks. I really think that's, that's an amazing book. I don't want to read nothing sad like that. I mean, I'm going to keep it keeping it. Until you start writing like fluff pieces, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, I'm just going to co sign it from Twitter. Boom. You know, but write a fluff piece for me. Nah, I can hook you up some. I, mean, I, I can hook you up some editors. <laughs> <laughs> just do a list. I'll, I'll That's where it's big. Yeah, just do a list of yeah. the ten best ways to save a child that will get published. Ten on saddest books. Yeah, how to save a life. You know this song? Like, I'm not familiar with. I think you just made it up. <laughs> no, it was not crazy. You know this song, right? I'm gonna pretend that I don't because I feel like I gotta even the score here. But yes, <laughs> I do know that song. I do know that song. I only know yeah. Phil Collins is. In, uh, I love that song. Invisible Touch. Mm-hmm. Or is it? That's, <laughs> the, only, no. that's the only that thing the, you know is it, Phil Collins' Invisible Touch. That's it. That's, I don't know how I have a horrible music journalist <laughs> here. I'm going to be real. Phil Collins? No, I've never I'm heard I'm going to be real. Everything I know is off Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can Google on Wikipedia a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is the funny thing about being a writer, though, today. I don't know how people actually wrote, like, mm-hmm. 50 years ago. I guess you had to have a real mastery of microfiche. Wow. Like, spent a lot of time in the library. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. think of like I Google pretty much. I think our brains are actually shifting to the point of where we remember less, and we yeah, just we, are. we remember like the. Vague I don't know anybody's thing. phone number. No, me neither. I, don't know I barely know my number. own addresses. Sometimes I forgot my phone. What the fuck number. I use an address for? It's in my fucking maps, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know my grandma's phone number because I know it forever. That's the only phone number I know. Yeah, it's our sad. culture is rapidly deteriorating, and it's going to just go into a well of sadness. No, nah, the iPhone six is just going to be like something that you just plug into your head. It's going to like you know, it's going to be like a little little slot inside of your head, and you put the phone in there, and then it'll do everything for you. That's yeah, what yeah. I still don't know how to make Siri work. No, <laughs> no. I think purposely though, I don't like telling people what to do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's weird and awkward. Like I don't know. I do. I, I I feel like I can go on forever with that shit. Let's <laughs> Uh, so, so where the fuck are we again? On the podcast. <laughs> when I walked in, we were talking about colored people and lateness. I don't know where you guys were before that. Oh yeah, so this is we have to talk about this, which is I don't oh. want to talk about it. You know what I'm talking about? Fucking George Zimmerman 
and uh, the the case and the outcome of the case and you know is that uh, a question? Yeah, there's no question. There's no question. You guys played a show right before that shit. Yeah. Do you guys make any mention right of that. of that on stage? Because like I, sometimes I like to ignore reality. Yeah. whilst performing, it, fel- it felt so heavy that I wasn't sure how to way. I wasn't sure of a way to do that. That doesn't. Um, I don't know. That that would give that moment it's due because there's no yeah. transition within 20 minutes to be like hey I want to mention this probably very historic likely to cause mass public uprising you know public event and I was like I got some you know I got a new album you know, I want you to check the merch right. table the, like the there's no way to, there's no way to John Rastafari we got three t-shirts in the back <laughs> yeah. that shit, there's yeah. just no way to, to do that and respect it mm-hmm. I, that I could think of so. mm-hmm. I, I touched on it a little bit like I did something like right before I started to kind of just uh Kind of created a tone without mentioning it outright, and you then like smoke weed. What do you mean? No, I mean like what? What I was performing? Smoke weed. Yeah, I, just stage pulled, like, I just rolled up a blunt, smoked it, said, like, like, like this, this one's for Trayvon. <laughs> no. But um, hey, you know, White yes. Clef has a song out already. Oh, does he? So does Young Jeezy. So yeah, yeah. Kids continue. <laughs> then you no, But then when yeah. I um, like I do, I'd always do a freestyle in the middle of my set, and I kind of mentioned it a little bit in that too. But it was like it was okay. I like ended on it, and it was just like, you know, the crowd kind of you know, I won't say cheer because they weren't cheering for it, but it was like just kind of group acknowledgement of like this is the day that we are living in. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, and then I went back to ignoring it because. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it would have been hard to continue with, like, a lot of the stuff that I do that's not so serious if yeah. I had to really allow that to be in the front of my head. Yeah, so, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you've just yeah, been angry bit. black yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I was, but, like, I had to <laughs> had to shuck and jive a little bit. You know? No, 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 no. I feel it's a very complicated situation, right? It because is. this is something, like, like I, I, this. every time something like this comes up, I have to say, like, I was in, I was a little kid watching my neighborhood burn down in the riots, you know? And, like, uh, you know, it was a it was a local thing. It was a real thing. It was like you know Rodney King was from this gang and this the you know he was beat by the LAPD. Was Rodney King in a gang? Yeah, he was like a blood from Pacoima. Hmm. But everybody was in the gang back then. Yeah, <laughs> so the, it was the nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, fucking you know, uh, like that is something that's like you know uh, by a state court and by these jurors and you know and then this law in Florida. It almost felt like you know if I was to be like, I couldn't really just be... I see, like, people on Twitter, like, I'm angry at the system, and it's just like, yeah, but that was, that's, like, that system, and that's that there. And it's like, I think it needs, like, a, to... I don't know. I, I I didn't feel like I had any, like, way to focus my, my rage. Well, that was different, because like that, that was the police. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, there was a long history in... Specifically in L.A. with the mm-hmm. LAPD and, like... The military tactics. But that's I mean, the, the guy Parker. South. The, no, oh yeah, no. <laughs> well, a long I know. What I'm of... talking about. I'm talking about in LA. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Talk, you know what I mean. Like, and like there, that's like a very. That's like the law. It's like the actually the way the law is written is fucked up and mm. built to get. And also, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't have that much perspective, honestly. So I, forgive me if I sound stupid. But like having watched that the Boozy case in, mm. in Louisiana and been in the courtroom every day, where that, that was an interesting case too, because it was. I mean, I don't want to say that, like, Boozy seemed guilty, but Boozy seemed very guilty. And uh, there was a lot of circumstantial evidence. And when you're in a courtroom, it's pretty easy to create reasonable doubt with no eyewitnesses. Right. And that's, like, also the really fucked up thing. So you're basically relying on these stupid laws, these stand-your-ground laws. Yeah. Where all George Zimmerman had to do was prove that he was in bodily harm. And then you're technically allowed to kill somebody, which is an insane thing. Like, oh, that was, like, the the law. Like, you just have to... 
show bodily harm. That you could be in great in bodily serious, harm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But then you go into the fact that it was who were the, who wrote the laws and who who are they to protect? And then you know, I mean, it's really difficult for me to ignore that the whole reason he was in bodily harm is because he was stalking somebody who was minding their own Completely. business. Completely. You know? Well, and, and the other like, thing is too, like it should be really open and shut because you're like, well, if the police dispatch or the nine one one person says stay away from him and you confront him, then technically you it should be you can you can put yourself in bodily harm right. with anyone of your choosing if you're allowed to provoke that aggression. Yeah. I've I've been I I've been in a situation. I've been at, at like when I was a kid. Like imagine like kids skating and being like chased by some, you know, yeah. like, you know, some asshole, you know, and it's just like, you know, fuck you, I'll skate where I want. And like that that it could have been a situation like that where like I some mean, older dude is like like aggressive on a well, younger, I think the younger thing guy is, and the young kid just reacts. That you know? George is I think what's like, I, I think upsetting, I mean, beyond the obvious thing, is that there's a lot of George Zimmerman types. That's like a type of personality. You know what, honestly, and that's kinda was, was something that bothered me even before the verdict came out. Like I listened to a lot of talk radio and like to hear a lot of, you know, like Americans calling in in defense of Zimmerman Pah! for like, cause I, you know, that's the thing is from my perspective, there's like, there was no, you yeah. know, there was no reason to, to defend him. It blows or, my mind I mean? how anyone could be pro Zimmerman. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Though. There's a lot of people. And, and those people are called racist. And they're called yeah. Republicans. Or not, called, if they're not racist. And Republicans. And even if they're not. A lot of the time. Not, there's a lot not of, their political, like, you know, their political, 50 cents of Republican, all right? So, well, like, so is Jay-Z, but he doesn't know it yet. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but so like, you know, I, I, I feel like, I don't know. Like this whole thing, this whole case to me is about looking at like this kid, and I, I don't, you know, and just seeing like, like a like a, a young black thug, you know, and like that's what it's about. Well, that, that's and, thing too. And, and this non, and this adult, you know, non-black, non-thug, well, but it's path- like really path- vice versa, you know. I mean, the truth is, he probably got his ass kicked by a sixteen-year-old and freaked out, and then sh- like, how do you get your ass beat by a sixteen-year-old, twenty-eight-year-old man? My little brother can probably kick my. He yeah, but Trayvon Martin must have weighed one hundred and thirty-five pounds. Do you see the photos of him? Like, I nah. mean, he was could not. I mean. That's the other thing too. Like, you, did you see the Seven Eleven video Mm-mm. where he's going in? Yeah, he's like in the hoodie, you know, and he just looks like a teenager. He's not doing anything. Like, he's not doing it. If you're like an asshole kid, like, yeah, it's something. You know, you it's just politely. You, you don't have any audio, but I mean, so it is speculation. But it's just. But was he like knocking shit over in no, the store? No, no. Did, just... did he like throw this change at the fucking? And that's guy? the other thing like... too. He was high. Like, who starts a fight when they're high? No one ever. Like, Seriously. he was high. He was high going to the store to get junk food, which is like, have you ever been high? Uh, you've been high to the store going to junk food? You don't want to do shit except eat the junk food. You know? Like, you're not trying to, like, I don't know. It's just crazy how they made it. And then, like, you know, he, what, remember he was saying that he was a, a creepy-ass cracker. And then that's the other thing, too, which is so amazing about the way the justice system works is they take one little thing and then, like, yeah. they can... Cha- you know, it's like it's that madman thing. It's like, if you don't like what's being said, change the discussion. Yeah, and it's like, you know, because Zimmerman didn't take the stand they weren't allowed to question him in such a fashion mm-hmm. that the jury would have had access to his previous con- convictions because you know, he had a rap sheet already. Like Zimmerman was prone to violent assault. He had a sexual assault allegation that never bore through mm-hmm. and domestics, you yeah. know, but he didn't take the stand. And so that kind of information then doesn't inform the jury about, you know, their character assessment of him. But we do get, you know, a few like unfortunate snippets of conversation the other way. It was a drag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, it's beyond, to me, it's beyond a justice thing, too. It's the media kind of really wanting this to be riveting television and really, like, I think, mm. um, 
kind of shaping the narrative in a way where it got to be about the self-defense thing because that's where like the the tension came like oh my god like this guy could really get off and i think really making it about that it gives it you know it gives you all this room to not talk about why the altercation started and the racial profiling and all Mm -hmm. of that you know and and i don't know i don't know it's ugly were you surprised that he got off? Yeah, I was surprised he got nothing. Yeah. I think nothing nothing is like a real statement. And I think like justice or not, like you have to understand what kind of statement you're making to people and, and, and just like have to understand how people would feel and react to that emotionally. But what were the charges that he could have gotten? It was murder or manslaughter. It was murder or manslaughter. Murder two or manslaughter. So maybe, you know what I mean? Because I know now they're pressing hard for the this, this civil mm-hmm. case now. Yeah. But like, I wonder. And he has to testify in that too. Oh, he has to testify. So he has to. Yeah. Oh, wow. They'll probably. I mean, they'll probably. It's yeah. like it's easier too to convict somebody on a on a civil trial. Civil, I mean, OJ yeah. got convicted. I was gonna say, I talk, yeah. yeah. What you gonna call it? Uh, I talked to my my cousin and I talked to Marcel. These are both jailbirds, you know. And like I talked to them before this happened, and they're just like, yeah, he's gonna walk. <laughs> you know, they they mm-hmm. just knew this. Like that they've seen like the worst of of the system is you know what they've said yeah, you, and they had no doubts about like him walking if there's like, no yeah. eye, if there's no eyewitnesses you can pretty much and you have a decent attorney and you have enough money to pay a decent attorney you can very often get off if there's no but blood evidence but also this evidence. law is insane do you know what yeah. i mean like this is a very well, weird like yeah like the the stand your ground the fact you know in florida is obviously working with six jurors as opposed to a lot of other states that are, that you know yeah, demand 12, 12 like mm-hmm. yeah i mean this law is crazy well and the and thing I, is too i don't know much about that county either but like so there's six female jurors right yeah like that just you know, six female. I don't know, know the racial makeup, but I know there wasn't any black jurors. Like, there were no black jurors. There are no black jurors. So you have six women. And I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that any any place in the south, any county in the south, isn't like is like. Yeah, it doesn't have like six to one African American. There's a long, or like you know six to one or but that's uh, the not ratio. You mean? Yeah, there wasn't someone to represent like any one African American mm-hmm. person there. You know, there's a long and history of racism in Stanford, though. I think it was really? like uh, yeah. Are you about to Google the long history of racism in Stanford? I actually like, like, yeah, quote I've read long art- history I've read of racism. Article, I've read articles about <laughs> it, of course, because my brain is Wikipedia my brain. Yeah, because my sure. brain is bad. Um, but my there is brain a long, is bad. I think it was. That's what she said. Wasn't it? Delightful. Oral sex always breaks the tension, man. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. what she said. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Pow, pow. Noted and noted. <laughs> I think oh, um, I really have didn't. To... I think that I, I might be. I might be wrong, but I feel like there there was a movie made about. Um, I think John Singleton made. Or, I don't know if it was John Singleton or. You're you know, in Florida, baby boy, I love baby no, boy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jody, don't leave, Jody. All right. Uh, no, I was talking about loving hip hop. Loving hip hop is that a no? That's a is that Phil Com- Phil Collins? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of his best. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I feel like I don't know. Anyways. Whatever. Oh, speaking. Hey, you're like you know you're a rap journalist, Jeff. My wife. I've been you know trying yeah. to bond with my Here wife. We We've been watching like like mutual shows. She's been watching anime with me, and I've been watching her uh, her reality TV shows of ratchetness. And there's oh, this, yeah. this is one. What? One that's like about gossip, you know, it's about like, but it's about like <laughs> just, bloggers. Just, a, just this one about gossip. No, it's one about like bloggers and journalists. Have you seen this shit? I don't know what it's called. I think it's called like the gossip rag or something like that. Hey, this is like the worst but best one ever. This is, this is like, there's, you know, broads calling each other, you know, lesbians and like, you know, they're fighting over like, you know, like interviews. This is this shit is based amazing. on the outcast song, like, Mamacita. I swear to God, she's like watching Star Wars. Like so exciting. 
That's horrifying. Um, so yeah, Sanford. Okay, here's where we go. I remember. No, it was uh, where it was where the Dodgers spring uh, had spring training in Florida. There was like a large clan uh, thing mm. there historically. Oh uh, really? Yeah. That's uh, the fucking South. It's like, south. Uh, no, and Florida. when you know when he was when Jackie Robinson was training there, they basically a large group of white residents demanded that he be run out of town, um, and tons of threats of violence, and then. Uh, there was a school teacher who was the founder of the first branch of the NAACP in Florida, Seminole County, where Sanford's located. And then he, um, on Christmas night, 1951, the, his home with his wife was firebombed on their 25th wedding anniversary. He died in the way to the hospital. His wife died nine years, nine days I'm not surprised. This is the fucking South in the 1950s. Like, this is not surprising information. No, but then in 2000, the yeah. 2010 case of Sherman Ware. Uh, okay, tell, talk about that. Okay. What's, yeah, in December 4, 2010, 21-year-old Justin Carlson was captured in the YouTube video leaving a Sanford bar when he walked up behind an unsuspecting wearer, a homeless African-American man, and punched him in the back of the head, which drove his face in a utility pole onto the pavement. They questioned him, had possession of the video, didn't arrest him because his father is a Sanford police lieutenant, his mm. grandfather is a former circuit judge and a wealthy yeah. Florida landowner. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't arrested until one month later and only after news organizations began airing the video. Jeez. I mean, same with Zimmerman, right? Like, yeah, they weren't going to... No indictment even until there's a national outrage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We got to ban the internet from Stanford. <laughs> we got no more YouTube. Well, the thing is, it like <laughs> raises a lot of things about like the South too, because it's like who would have known about the stand your ground law if not for this case? Yeah, and there's totally. tons of stuff like that. Even when I, there was so much crazy shit. Like when I, like again, the Boosie case, right? There's just insane. First of all, it's not a 12 0. You can you can convict someone of the death of of first degree murder and send them to life in jail 10 2, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, two, you're not allowed to take notes. In the course of the oh, trial. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. I heard that too. What the fuck? You're not what? allowed to take they can't notes. Take notes. They can't, you're not supposed you, to talk about you anything. You are not or take allowed notes. to take notes. Who, the jurors? The jurors. The jurors. Until the you last are not day. allowed to take notes in Louisiana. Yeah. And oh, so you have to like, like you have to remi- try to remember, you have to remember everything, everything. How you felt about everything. But so if you're a good attorney, you can just muddy it up, and it's exactly. whoever speaks last. Exactly. It's so oh, easy to just muddle it. You can And then on top of it, they couldn't ask for a replay. So, like, um, that was it. Like, not only could you not take notes, you could not ask for testimony to be replayed or videos or evidence or anything do, what, like what's that. The, do you know even, like, what the rationale, however specious, do you know what the rationale is for that? Um, I don't know. It might be from the Napoleonic Code. I have no Jesus. idea. Because I know Louisiana is, is oh. based mm. off Napoleonic Code. But originally, it's like the only state like that. But um, I don't know. It's right. just you would think they would change it at some point because taking God. notes would objectively be a good thing. If you were driving, who can remember anything? And also, you have to think about how dumb must the jurors be? Because if you didn't know about George Zimmerman, right. like mm. at that point, like what planet are you on? You're living in the town of where this huge national like firestorm has occurred. But the but the the like the bar that they had to meet was in total ignorance of the case. Was it wasn't it like an you know that I haven't pre decided you know how I'm gonna how hmm. I'm gonna swing on this? Like it, they, it would almost have to be that like some type I, of prejudiced situation. Yeah, right? like like have you decided whether or not he's guilty versus like do you know does the name ring about you know? Yeah, well I'm sure there. I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, we're, I don't know. I I. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't think I was surprised that that happened. How? How is this? Like, how is he gonna be safe? He won't. He won't. And how long? How long? How long? <laughs> See, dude. Like, I'm sure that there are like. The, I'm sure that yesterday, all of a sudden, the bets started. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure that people his, his started death pool. Yeah, yeah I'm his caskets on parade. Yeah. I mean, I imagine <laughs> that you know. He see, I was I was thinking about this, you know, because if you go any airport in the whole country, right? Like, it's nothing but, like, young black and Hispanic and, you know, poor whites working as TSA agents. So I don't mm. think you can really, like, try to slip away, <laughs> you know. 
mm-hmm. like that. So I was thinking Argentina might be the best bet, but you have to go by like boat or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Wasn't his brother like that? His brother like was like had made racist comments and it, what, stuff. And like at his press conference, wasn't he like, "I need my gun now more than ever." He's getting his gun back. Yeah, they too, gave it to him. Like the they already gave it to him. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. God. Damn. Why does I, you pistol. know what's amazing? To, um, why is a guy like that allowed to carry a concealed like a concealed weapon? Which just is in just, case he wants to do some more stalking, you know, maybe get beat up a little bit and shoot. Neighborhood watch. A guy they couldn't even to be get able to cops. do that. There. How bad of an athlete do you have to be to not be able to get into the cops? Like to not. I mean, you have to be pretty. I don't know. Probably same guy that gets beat up by, by a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 That's basically he. Like he probably really he has the heart of a cop, but he has the body. Of uh, you know, of a fucking. Oh yeah, this is another. This is another story clerk. too. This is another one, and and well, and I was gonna talk about this because obviously, uh, there is kind of a musical kind of connection to it. A musical uh, connection. Yeah. Well, no, there was another example that's kind of been popping up too. Besides, you know, there was obviously that woman that you know shot the gun in the mm-hmm. air, and got like twenty Shots years or fired, something. Yeah. Um, and then there was a seventeen-year-old got slayed, and by this guy named Michael Dunn. Um, you can see the look at this fucking asshole. Like, look at this guy. Oh, Jesus like Christ. Um, what you're doing is profiling right now, yeah, Jack. I am profiling, profiling a white guy. Yeah. You're allowed to do that. Are you? I think, yeah. I I'm think not, so. I'm I think it's not racism shit. if you're profiling white people. <laughs> I don't know. If you don't have any teeth, I'm going to assume you're a crackhead. A white person? Yeah, I'm going to assume you're a meth head. Oh, man. <laughs> you know. That's, that's, that's the type of comment that I would make. You're really... Yeah, you, I'm really... You guys are rubbing off on each other's what's happening? <laughs> that's what she said. No, wait, no, that's not what she said. No, no, it's what she no, said. That's not it what is, she said. It is what she said, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. apparently this... <laughs> apparently this guy um, has, like, three rum and cokes, which is automatically suspicious when you're a 46-year-old man drinking rum and coke. Um, just rum in general. Like, what, what man drinks rum? <laughs> like... Ooh, I well, actually, thought, you're, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, so I, I yeah, yeah, so, so but I got but I got yeah. family who's rum, so I gotta yeah, okay. I gotta hold the line on this. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, well, but like a mojito? a mojito is that's different. I'm talking about rum and coke. Absolutely, a mojito is a delicious beverage under any circumstances. But, but, but a rum and coke, if it's not spring break, this yeah, rum and coke is. But they're in Florida. This is like tropical. Yeah, I don't know. I saw the photo. That guy, that guy doesn't need any rum and coke. That guy should not. He should be. He should be washing his sugar. Actually, yeah, he should. Maybe a more rum and diet coke. Perhaps. So anyway, so he parks to the car at they they go to I guess a uh, like a liquor store right as he's coming back from a wedding he's, you know blah 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 and then I guess there's some uh, black people playing loud music and he goes I hate that thug music as he said to her before so and he goes and he threw a so what she goes she goes inside to buy wine and chips and then he fires several shots at the car wow um and then. You Stand know. your ground, huh? And then he says, as he puts Shit. the gun back in the glove box, he shot at the car, the loud music. She asked him why. He said, I feared for my life. The woman said, why? He said, they threatened to kill me, the police. And, like, uh, he also said at some point that they were advancing on him. But he didn't apparently he didn't elaborate what it means. So, anyways, they go back to the hotel where they're staying. They didn't even report it until they saw it on the news the next day. He didn't. He claimed he didn't think that they killed them, and he invoked the stand your ground um, wow. because he said he fired because he believed there's a weapon inside the vehicle and that the teens threatened to kill me. He's now currently being charged with first degree murder as oh well as three counts of attempted my. murder. But I was going to ask you, you know, the question of how much of this do you think? I mean, thug music. So it's just kind of interesting the way that like like something like hip hop kind of plays into that, where it's like the racism. You know what I mean? That's like codified race. You know, it's like it's a code. It's kind of like the same. Maybe it was kind of ties into the thing we talked about with the Harvard and Stone thing, where mm-hmm. it's just like. People aren't as you know, the racism isn't isn't overt, right? You, you know, but it's like I mean the I thought the comments 
um, Santa Gold yesterday was rocking the, you know, the hoodies for her set. And the, the comment that, like, if you're black and wearing a hoodie, it's thugs. And if you're white and wearing a hoodie, it's Zuckerberg. That uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, yeah, Zuckerberg. yeah, exactly. You're you know Mike, what I you're mean? Mi- you're Michael Sarah. Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, the idea that... that we we read the same cues when they're infused with that like racial was, paradigm totally different. It was the same thing. Yeah. When same people, behavior. When people were wearing baggy ways. pants in the nineties, it's just mm-hmm. another kind of you yeah. know way that it's like it's 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 an obvious thing to me. Just you know, it's just like I I I remember you know talking to you know my my white coworker about the questions that were asked to me when I was pulled over like it was like you know it was a, it was a staff of just like you know uh, teens and this older you know white dude and he was just like yeah they don't ask you this they don't ask you that you know they don't ask you that and he's just like no they never never asked me that shit in my life yeah. you know i mean that it just is what it is dude and i don't know why it is that way but uh i i think it's, it'll take a long time to actually fucking change people's pers- uh i don't see yeah, I don't even think it people's perception of like young black males even needs to be changed. I I just gave up on giving a fuck about it a long time ago, you know? Like I yeah. think it needs to be changed if like if But you can't change it like No, you know? it has to be changed though cuz somebody died. You know what I mean? Like that's just like the niggas been it, dying for years though. But I'm saying <laughs> eventually like we have <laughs> like, to either stop that shit or have a really serious or difficult conversations about it, but not just us, you know what I mean? Like everybody. Like it just can't it can't be allowed to continue like um if that's going to be the cost and then and then there's no penalty for it, you know what I mean? Like if you can invoke all these different statutes, like, you know, you have to take the time to like slow down people's processing. Like everybody stereotypes, we all do that. But like if it's somebody's life at stake, you know what I mean? Like it has to be a different, yeah, it has to be approached differently. In a situation with all that <laughs> adrenaline running, you're more of an animal than you than, than you are in that conversation. Well, what I'm saying so is, like, and that, if that's the case, then you got to take people's guns away, which else, this is another yeah. thing they don't want to give up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want so, to give that up. Then, then, <laughs> then, then everybody has to slow down. You know what I mean? Oh, Plain and simple. Like, if we're going to keep the guns, then people have to take more responsibility for their stereotype and, and if, their processing that's speed. That's never like, going to happen yet. It's, <laughs> but it's never one yet. or the you two. I have lost faith in humans. One or the two. That's all or you right. change the law. Because if I can say, okay, well, I'm allowed to shoot if I fear that I'm in bodily harm. I don't know why anybody And black would. people make me fear that I'm in bodily exactly. harm. Then we have to rediscuss the law, and all I have the to access do in, to the guns, or the fear. show a black person. You know what I mean? Oh, you're okay. Well, I understand. Yes. That's scary. That's scary. Especially the six white women. They like don't really What's amazing is though how they made it like oh that he's high that he's trying like the that reefer he's madness. oh he's the reefer madness hey, oh no, they said, they said he's he playing the piano crazy too <laughs> <laughs> they, they said he was uh like I, I saw like a cnn interview with his brother you know and his uh, george zimmerman's brother and he was just like you know you know he was saying like and you know he might have been you know high and you know he might have been making lean and he was just like making lean like you can't fight nobody on lean bro like like that's even worse than the weed like let's see he was off of lean you know he went to go get a sprite he had some skittles that seems like a fucking happy little walk through you're, a goddamn apartment complex your you know? attorney we bring juicy J as an expert witness <laughs> <laughs> your honor exactly and i you know i i don't know man he's, he's fucking on lean you can't he got beat up by a 16 year old on lean that's just hilarious no yeah, not I, really no it's, i mean i don't know i think it's funny whatever I don't really think it's funny. I just say things are funny when I don't know what to say. Yeah. I just giggle nervously. It's time to go to a motherfucking commercial. <laughs> break. Motherfucking commercial break. Shots fired. Hello, Earwolf fans. This is Harmar Superstar of Nocturnal Emotions, here to let you know about my new album, Bye Bye 17. 
What you're listening to right now is the first single, Lady You Shot Me, and the rest of the album is full of sweet, saccharine soul, just as this. Cult Records will be releasing the album on April 23rd in the US and May 6th in the UK and Japan. So get ready, look out for it. Pre-order it now on iTunes for only $4.99, a limited time offer. You won't regret it. Go to harmarsuperstar.com for tour dates and cultrecords.com for more information on this glorious record. Bye Bye 17 by Harmar Superstar. You will love it. And I'm out. Back to the show. We're back. Shots fired. Dessa's left. It's me. So okay. now it's just all black people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Jeff, you're honorary. <laughs> just today. I've <laughs> I waited my today, whole life. Today, you, <laughs> you go from Jeff Weiss to white. I'm going to go home and tell my dad. <laughs> hey, hold See, up. dad. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Something just happened. They just gave me a... Earthquaker devices. They they gave me and Jeff some gear. They gave us like a yeah. some guitar pedals. Why? You know, you know how I need. Pedals. You know how I need guitar pedals. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a white person. <laughs> nah, nah. You know, Did I, they give I, you a beatbox machine, James? <laughs> <laughs> they gave him an 808. Why is it always got to be about race, bro? Just you can't like, even have I'm an caught up in a moment, dude. I'm caught, hey. I'm caught up. Only static selected. You know, only Germans like beatbox machines anyway. That's true. But no. No, like, like, so I looked, I noticed on the back of this thing, this motherfucker, there's like, like an auxiliary power cable that has to go in here, which it didn't come with. That's weak. But, I mean, but no, shout out to Earthquaker Devices for giving me the... the I'm sorry, that's that, strong. We love but it. it came we with a pound them. of coffee, though. That's What? Tight. I want Is that... Pa- give me that Is fucking it? pound of coffee. Like, can I see the, the machine? Yo. I'm taking that pound of coffee, though. Come on, this man. Yo, that's collateral damage. Oh, hey, let's split the pound of coffee, because you know... How are you going to split a fucking pound of coffee? With two bags. All right, fine. I don't even have a grinder, but I'm going to get one. <laughs> you mean the app, the, the homosexual app? That yeah. talking about? Yeah, shout um, out to Bats. your coffee for your... Jesus. <laughs> 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 Shots yeah. fired. Yeah, all right. We need to have Babs on the show. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. y'all haven't yet? No. Nah, we need to have Babs and Milo on the show while we're talking about it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because <laughs> then you know, you, know, you know who will pop up out of the floor and start fighting people. Who? A person's manager. Oh yeah, <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't like one of those people? Yeah, that shit is weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's some more racial profiling. More yeah. racial profiling. So I don't like these rappers using my beats. Speaking of rappers, <laughs> so is the I'm like among the most appalling things about this whole, but kind of also just bizarre is the game has been in the like passed around. Like in the Trayvon Martin thing. Are you popping bubble wrap? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, Something can you like stop that? that? <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> can you really like? Because right. I guarantee <laughs> you, somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, uh, stop chewing ice!" And why are you popping bubble wrap <laughs> on the show? Because that's his personality. That's who he really is. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Have you seen like Boogie Nights? You know that scene where like they go to buy the drugs and like like the guy's in his bathrobe and he's like out of the cocaine and there's like the Asian guy in the corner who's like popping fireworks. <laughs> that's me, that's James. <laughs> That I'm all about fireworks, yeah. Yeah. bubble wrap. Dude, yeah. we spent a lot of time in like vans like going across. I must be a really hard person. Like Murs hated traveling with me. Because <laughs> like, like I'd be riding in my seat, you know, I'm riding and I'm just like, like, bobbing, just, like bobbing my head like, it's just hard, nigga. I'm just riding. And like, he's just like, you got to stop doing that. Stop doing it so much. Oh, dude. So the game with like the 
star, the L.A. star on his forehead, the neck tattoos, 30 claims. They're saying he games 32. I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody lie more about their – only like rappers, dude. Hollywood actresses, and Cuban and Cuban baseball players. But no, I think it's L.A. rappers, though, like lie about their age because yeah, but- of the Hollywood seeping into it because they all run on Grunion with actors and it's just like – Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's, I've interviewed so many rappers. On Grunion? Like, they'll be like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, they're on a Grunion run. No, it's, uh, it's my next column. Go, <laughs> going with speak to the Grunion run. Um yeah. But no, uh, yeah, they always lie about their age. They're like, how? They're like, how? I'm like, how old are you? And like, there's like this like pause. <laughs> it's like, Yo, you know. How Let old me you. think of what he will believe. <laughs> um, or then like they'll repeat it and like, so uh, is that? Uh, like you're like, I so I see what you're doing with the math. I'm gonna give you your fake age anyways. <laughs> like whatever you want. I'm not gonna like out you by being too. Yeah, I actually listened to the uh, the Marin podcast today that I did with him, and I, I didn't think I was gonna be able to listen to it, but I actually listened to it, and um, he asked me how old I was, and I told. Him, I'm gonna be 33 in November, and he's like, "Oh, you're young." I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, really?" Yeah. You know, I guess he's you know he's coming from the perspective of just, I guess how old he is. Yeah, you know, and considering how- young. But I'm like, dude, we're talking about rap, dude. Like. Nah, you know I mean? this is a, rap is a young man's game. Juicy J is seventy four. I believe it. Juicy J is two chains, forever. Sixty six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer young. It, I don't think it ever was a young man's game. I think. I, I think, think it's what I was. Definitely, expi- man, what I was explaining never. to him too, though, is that image wise, it's a young man's game. Like oh, it's, sure. it's just not. There's not a lot of room for people to look their age in any kind of appropriate way at all. Like. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, but I feel like if you're like 30, like remember Jay Z had the whole button up movement. Yeah, he was trying. Like, when you he get was trying old, to open just it like, up. I'm just gonna get old. And I have to look <laughs> no, like wait, have an old look. You the know? guy has a song called "I Don't Pop Molly." I rock Tom Ford. <laughs> have you heard his new album? Yeah, I love it. Do you really love I it? I do. I think really? it's great. The beats are really Shut the fuck up. I do. I think it's fantastic. I swear. Shut up. The beats are great. You know And I think I think I love it because of the beats. I really do. The beats are really good. And I think he's a good rapper. I don't think he's good. You don't think he's good? I think he's a good rapper. I listened to it finally, bro. I listened to that and Yeezus finally. I don't like Yeezus that much. I wish I could combine them into one album. Magna Carta sounds like some drunk freestyles I did at Low End in 08 over Gaslamp Killer set. I like hearing your drunk freestyles at Low End, though. But I'm just saying, for me, it just sounds, you know, can't like, rap the same way. It's like you know, I think he can rap the same way. I don't think he has the uh, the life situations that pull forth the best there, writing there in the go. world. That's definitely. But true. I think as a rapper, as a craftsman of rapping, I think he's great. You yeah, know he's I mean? clever. He's, his his wordplay is good. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, what he's talking about he's is corny cool. as fuck. He's That's corny. I don't know. Honestly, I thought Yeezus had cornier. Oh, Yeezus has some very corny. And to me, moments. that's corny. It's I like think they're them, both them half them disgusting, disturbing second grade punchlines. Well, they're like, both half. Like, here's the thing: knock, it's knock, like, who's there? My dad. <laughs> 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 who's that? Yeez God. <laughs> You're like, all right, dude. And put that over Hudson Mohawk. Yeah. I mean, there but go. there's yeah, some, that's 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 like hey, that's like 145. At I will low end. I will say <laughs> though, it's like, it's like oh man, I'm so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> knock will, knock, who's there? No. Bars. Nigga. But I will say there are moments though on Jesus where like I actually I'm like really really impressed. Are uh, really? There's a few, yeah. Really? By by. Most of the production and the oh, way yeah, he I uses his... I think the production's his, amazing the production's on amazing. Yeezus, too. But I just, you know, and the to way, me... Ba- I think Bound 2 is actually an amazing... I mean, but I think Heaven is I think is Bound is dope. I think Bound is I think Heaven dope. is a really good song on Jay-Z's record. Um, I think uh, Hip Hop, the guy with A&R, did an amazing job on who? Jay-Z's record. Who that? Hip Hop, Kiombo Joshua. Okay, I don't know who that you know, is. He's like, the guy that he's been making reference to for years and no yeah. one's ever seen, really. Yeah, I okay. met him once, actually. He yeah. was a fan of Passion of the Whites. Now, what does he do? <laughs> 
he A and R the record. He A and R the he's record. He's the guy so he who I think gave the he gave him Ganja or? Sufi. He gave him, I think he, ah, yeah he gave okay, him Adrian okay, Young. Okay. I think like I think when you're A and Ring a record at that level, a lot of it is like yeah that works that doesn't work. Uh-huh. This is a sample you should use. Uh-huh. You know, um, this is somebody you should swag Dracula. There was an article in Grantland about kind of uh, that Swag Dracula. Swag Dracula. Which I don't think I don't, it was. Uh, it was in a different article though, but it kind of it kind of played into our thesis of the Swag Dracula, similar thesis. Yeah, yeah. But um, it kind of was about how Jay Z. Um, it was a good article, and it's about how Jay Z kind of preys upon young producers mm-hmm. and like discards them. I like the article because it had a lot of like there's like guys like like Jimmy Kendricks and like. You know Charlemagne and like these random producers. That is Charlemagne the same as See the God? Is that the no, same person? No, okay. that's a New York radio DJ. See the God. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you like that record. I do. It's like the I new, don't like it's the new movie. rap record that I can actually listen to. And it yeah, but there's, it there's a few corny out, moments man. like the, so the whole Nirvana. Corny. thing. Oh. I don't like the Nirvana thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of the Nirvana thing. You're right. I want to like the record. I don't think it's a bad record though. I don't think either that or Ye- the thing about that and Jesus is like they're both very like flawed records by very talented men. So they both have a lot of great moments, but they have a lot of. They're both progressive too, and I can, I really appreciate that. I just liked. To me, Jay's record just has less like cringeworthy moments. You know mm. what I mean? Like it doesn't. Oh, like, so you, it's just like it's like when you go to see a rom com with your girl, and it's like it's not so bad. You know, like you know, just because this one didn't have like a, yeah, I feel this you. this I one thing in there that like always right. in I mean, every rom com. And I guess like about when Harry met Sally of rap <laughs> <laughs> yeah. album. Are you saying that you tolerate it? Or are you saying you like it? I'm saying I like it, but I like it because it's 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 new sounding, and to me, it's good sounding, and I yeah. I like him as a rapper, and and. It, there's not a lot that happens on it that is that makes that offends me or insults my intelligence really. You know what I mean? Like, Backstory on Mike. I've never really heard Mike talk like this about a pop record. Yeah. I, I've never heard you talk like this about yeah, a pop, no, pop yeah. record. No, I actually I, I think his I think his record's pretty cool, man. Mm. I think his record's I think it cool. was more progressive than people gave credit for because you see on the internet like Hudson Mohawk was like kind of ripping at him for like not was being he? progressive enough and like really? blah, blah. and I was like, oh, I don't know, he is sampling rip- Ganja Sufi. Ripping like, off of Jay Z, but Hudson Mohawk is a fat Dorito cheese eating fucking video game tester looking motherfucker is he that really? would hate. Yay. Yeah. And the day. He's no a DMC idea. champion, so how cool can you be? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, a lot of the I mean, DMC no, champions no, 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 in, in I mean, Europe are like they 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 kick ass. Fucking Cashmere Cat is that dude. I mean, A track is a, is cool. A track is cool. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but like that, there's <laughs> I'm nothing. Just, I'm just playing. There's nothing wrong. I'm a, with that. I'm a writer. There's nothing cool about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I write money. I write words for money on the internet. That's pretty dorky. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you you know the fucking general air of fucking snobbiness in the beat scene, Mike. You know about yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. And Hudson Mohawk has the most. Most of it. Nah, they want like they want the like yeah, some of the most. Okay. They want like Jay okay. rhyming over like you know tonight beats and like Lotus, and it's like yeah, that would, he would sound awful. <laughs> like, to me, like some of those beats sound like they could have been Lotus. Like it doesn't sound to me well, vastly some those, different. Some of those hit boy, what, some like, of those hit boy beats, and also Timbaland's ghost producer, that guy J Rock, is is good. Okay. He's good. Hell, go- I love the ghost producers. Yo, man, that's who. That I don't really even know if I love them. That's who. Really, that's, that's the real swag. Dracula is those guys where like they're like, I found a young producer who's good. Right, hey, who'll uh, sign over all his production to me. Yeah, and I just imagine you know Timberland walking around the studio like eating a fucking popsicle and shit. Just like that shit hard. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, just oh, keep man. making it. Oh man, yeah, do that again, man. Do, do it again. <laughs> we need five more by the end of the day. Yo, then he then he breaks his like, popsicle m- in m- half m- and hands him one. Magoo steps in the. <laughs> Yo, Mac, Mac and two <laughs> over down south for jiggle. 
Whatever, Yo, is there ever more of a colossal waste of beef than that first what back to business or whatever the fuck it's called? It's or under construction? No, it's the Missy album. Yeah, there's no more colossal waste of beef than that. It's like and people talk about the fucking that group home record. Yeah, like I'm like I don't know. I can listen to Living Proof. I can't really listen to that first Timbaland. But if they put out those instrumentals, I don't yeah. think I even heard that first Timbaland go album all the way through. I was a real. Uh, dickhead then about like that whole commercial underground thing around that time that shit came out I wasn't fucking with nothing really like, yeah. oh I was definitely fucking with all that I didn't even know <laughs> my homie Terry listened to Magoo he loved Magoo I was just like Magoo weirded me out because he sounded like Q-Tip he sounded he was all like, like Missy too it was like Q-Tip and Missy yeah, had a child yeah it was strange <laughs> yeah be, 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 like, what the fuck <laughs> it was weird he like, sounded like Foghorn Leghorn <laughs> just what I say I say I'm, I'm a southern gentleman uh <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I he didn't sound nothing like that, but he looked like him. I, guess. I got such a different understanding of that now, just being in the business and understanding like how hard it is to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I just have such a different reverence for like anybody, not any but everybody, but like you know, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't demean somebody the same way today just because I understand all the shit that goes into totally, you know, trying to put this shit out. And I feel like it's harder successful. to make the simple shit than, than the simple successful shit than it is to make the most complex. Like, that's really easy to do, to just to be like, I'm going to unload all my thoughts on this thing and I'm going to say it exactly how the fuck I feel like That's why it was amazing. Like, yeah. I thought, I mean, it still blows my mind that Kendrick did that. Because it's like, that is like some very complex, dense thing that's... I don't think that was that complex. Wait, I think what's, was, what's the that we're talking about? We're talking about his album? We're talking Good about a song? Good okay, Kid, Mad okay, City, okay. I would say. The whole album. I mean, he's the most popular rapper right now. Or if not the he's most, he's it. top three. He's killing it. You he's, know? he's definitely the hottest. He's you know the hottest, I mean? yeah. Definitely He's the, the one that people like. He's, he's I, I, you know, I was talking about Outcast earlier, but like kind of, he is the first one, I think, since that level where he's everyone likes him. And I think, honestly, when I was listening to his record, we were. Was it like, I felt like we, we were, were on the tour. tour. We, that's when Milo turned in his uh, right. things that happened that day and things that happened that now, night. We were listening to Kendrick's record too, and I remember thinking, like, man, he kind of sounds like the best of both Outkast dudes. Like, you know, yeah. Kendrick kind of sounds like a part big boy with how he's, he can chop it up. You know what I mean? And yeah. He's got like that kind of melodic, um, you know, uh, baritone of kind of a Dre too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the best of both worlds. But the real amazing thing about Kendrick right now is that with the state of hip hop and where he is, like you couldn't be surprised if he collaborated with anybody yeah. musically. Yeah, any like there's nobody who you would be like, oh, that doesn't make sense. It's like he is like the key to everything. You know what I mean? I mean, it's one of those things where it's <clears> like this. He made the, the the record, all the singles and the records that he did was like they're made off or they're they're marketed like as the most in the, the 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 mainstream record that has the most artistic integrity right, that exactly. we've done in 30 years exactly so anybody who wants to align themselves with artistic integrity mm-hmm. would just be like oh i'm gonna do this and this is gonna he's almost like you know he can redeem anybody it blows, like, he can redeem exactly. Akon, exactly. you know it blows my mind how many uh people like uh think something pools drank is like a drinking anthem though what Swimming pools, drink. It's like an anti-drinking. Song. I think, but the song is tricky that way. I think that yeah. like that certain part of the hook, especially with that voice pitched down. If you're in the club and you're drinking, you're like, "Yes, this is what I'm doing." You know what it, I mean? It, it, and you might not even balance. hear the rest of it. You it's know, it's about the balance, though. It's about like the devil on your shoulder, angel on your shoulder. At the end of the day, everybody in that song is getting drunk. Him and his the homie. Right. You know. Right. But he's just being a little fucking, well, you know. Yeah, I guess he has that it. thing with Outcast because it's like the, the only people like if you listen to like Outcast, some of Outcast's biggest hits like Miss Jackson, kind of a sad song. It is. Like uh, Hey Ya, 
also kind of a sad song. If you, it sounds joyous because you're like, hey, yeah, like every, you know, like white people are dancing at bar mitzvahs, but then you're like, ah, uh, nobody knows how to love, right. <laughs> and our parents, our generation is doomed, and we'll never find true love at the end. <laughs> Damn, really? yeah. I mean, dude, that's what I, I listen to. Like the oldie station a lot, like the Art LeBeau show. Mm-hmm. All those songs are fucked up. All those songs are about what? fucking, you know, breakups and fucking mistresses and fucking, you know. And new love that will eventually die, like it ain't nothing. What? Yeah, you know. I feel like there's like a dearth of uh, people. I feel like people forget that like you can write. I mean, people can write, have always written hit songs about pretty much like random weird things. It doesn't never has. But like, I feel like rap now, it's you know generally like it's a party song. Yeah, like if it's, it's gonna, gotta be, a hit be bombastic, it's gotta have. You think you know, so? High end. I think that's to be, shit to I be on the radio, mainstream. You know what I mean? Mainstream. mainstream? Radio. Yeah, I do. Like I do. J Cole shit isn't. You know? I don't know. I've never heard a J. Cole song. Yeah. Ever. I mean, Ever. yeah. It's fucking Chief Keef. So, that's the shit I don't like. That ain't shit. that kind of. Well, well okay, that's, 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 like, that's fight like, song. Right. You know? well, that's like, atmosphere so scapegoat. But uh, I don't like wasn't like the radio hit that like Love Sosa was. I mean, but then again, that's a song about Love Sosa. Really, was just a song that they put on the radio. But that's the shit I don't uh, like. Fucking problem. I guess. I, I guess Macklemore wrote a song, but that's like a inversion of the I Have Clothes song. You know, Thrift Shop. Oh, it's like a you know. Drake started from the bottom. That's sort of like a party song. That's not a party song. It is kind of like it's a party song because we, you know what I mean. It's now like, we here. It's like we're now, now, you know what I'm I mean. Like, it's I like, but it's not like pop a bottle. I don't fucking know. Like let's I'll put, party. Well, I'll put it this it's way. Like, it's a rags the riches like story, right? But it's celebration or it's a oh, love celebration. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's either yeah, a love yeah, song yeah. or like I a celebration you. party song. You know, a love song is like poetic justice. Is the you know, damn. You know they play Swedish House Mafia on Power One Hundred Six. I don't even know what that is. It's like uncha uncha. Power 106 is, is always who? played uncha, 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 uncha. What is, No. Oh, is it like like some like a uh, electronic like Daft techno? Punk, Daft Punk is getting yeah. played. Get Lucky gets played on Power 106. Get Lucky Pharrell, for sure, dude. Yeah. yeah for, hey, Pharrell is like We're amazing. Killing it. Killing it right Amazing. Now. And the Blurred Line song with, yeah, with, with Robin Blurred Thick. Lines, too. That song weirds me out, man. That sounds man. a little date rapey. Why? Because it weirds me out because it sounds exactly like that Marvin Gaye song. Like, exactly. There's a Marvin Gaye song that sounds like it? Well, uh, I mean, just like the sound of it. What's that really? Uh, I would say Robin Thicke is the new Marvin Gaye, no? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, kidding. maybe. It's not the new Marvin <laughs> You can't no. really say that. It's a, I, that's about was, people. That's why it's a hilarious thing, I thought. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever said, <laughs> if you took me literally. Witch it. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm very bad at sarcasm, dude. I really oh, am. I, yeah. I, just, I take people's stuff as literal all the time. <laughs> bad at sarcasm. I am terrible at it. So, yeah, and then Drake. Uh, there's a now YOLO reference at uh, Tufts on their college application. Where is Tufts? Tell me about Tufts. Like Tufts is a very heavily Jewish school, so it makes a lot of sense in Massachusetts. And I didn't know he was half Jewish. <sighs> That's the saddest part about it. You didn't know why that he was half sad? Jewish? I had no idea. Because I don't. You like... didn't know that? I had no idea. Yeah. He was half Jewish. What? That's why he's so sad and annoying. <laughs> 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 Look at me, Mike. Look at me. Dude, like me and Drake. Me and Drake. And like maybe that's why. Like I'm like we'd probably be friends. We'd yeah. probably complain about the same things. Probably. That's funny. Started man. from the blog, and now I'm here. Yeah, I, I was, was listening. To, from the but I just can't relate to him. He's corny too, dude. I know. Yes, I think is Drake corny. is good though. I don't. I don't. I don't He's really gotten a lot better. Drake albums, but I. I think Drake is good. Like I like what he does. You know what I mean? He's, I just don't really. I'm not. He's gotten not a, like Jeff. You like Action Bronson, right? You can't <laughs> like Action Bronson and then like. Think Drake sucks because I think I don't think Drake. No, there's a difference. I don't think Drake sucks. I think he's like a talented musician who's improved a lot. Like I think when he first came out, he was pretty derivative and kind of boring. Really? Yeah. The best I ever had. I never liked that. What's that? What's his first album called? 
the, the thank me no thank me later the, mi- the mixtape thank me now not the mixtape the thank, first album thank me now was the first album thank me then later. there was uh, thank me later so far gone it was, was the care. ep it was take care so, so far gone yeah was the it was a so the last one was take care yeah take and care. that's the second album yeah okay because the first album i heard i didn't like it at yeah the all. first album is bad but second uh, album was better. i liked the second like i liked what i've heard i've, ne- I've never sat down and listened to the whole thing so but the I first what I've heard. the first album was an album i feel like like they had to put something out but that it first felt like e- that and it felt weirdly put together like every song had like this weird r&b break in the middle of it like it yeah. was it was like they were like trying to develop the style he has now but like it was yeah kinda, it felt kind I of think the first EP so far gone was hard as fuck. Every song uh. was listenable, and then I, honestly, fucking uh, the best I ever had was the that you know that's the shit I don't like. It, it's it's that song. It's the thrift shop. It was a song that was just like a you know simple subject that everybody can so relate pandering. to. No, it wasn't pandering. It's not like so. a Wale song. It was a song that he wrote about a girl. Yeah. Like that he oh, that he really liked. You. you look so good in sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you look so good without makeup. All right, like I'm sorry, like the no makeup song. Like yeah, okay, cool. Like I, I've heard that like 50 times, and like I get. I mean, like I get. I get that it's a good message to send. Like oh, I don't want you dressing up like painting your face like crazy colors, but you know you look pretty naturally. That's a good message to send that I that I agree with. But it's just kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, but whatever. That's I guess that's my problem. Ultimately, is it's but very hard like, for me to like. I feel like Drake is genuine at it, and everybody like J Cole and fucking Wale, they're doing it because somebody made it okay. I actually think Power Trip's a good single. Who was that? J Cole. Okay. No What's with Miguel? Who I think is great. And he's from San Pedro. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is odd. Yeah, yeah. I like that he's on the Miguel's on the early Blue mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. He was on Sound and Color, right? That label that mm-hmm. Jonathan. He's had an interesting career. He was on that, and then also like those Art Chic mixtapes he did were produced by Happy Perez, who was the guy who was one of the original uh, Baton Rouge producers who was responsible for like the early Boozy stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, like That's Boozy's crazy. first album, Youngest of the Camp. Yeah. <clears> so they, Miguel was really like a guy that was working with a lot of like a, a, a variety of like styles of producers. Yeah, he lives in Houston now. Happy Perez, supposedly. Or I don't think he's in Baton Rouge anymore. But yeah, he uh, he produced like all these uh, everything on this label called Concentration Camp which mm-hmm. was Boozy's first label. Mm-hmm. And then the guy went to jail. And then Melon Turk from Trill just kind of stole him and kind of mm-hmm. made him a national star. Nice. Or a southern star. Um, yeah. So, yeah. The question is, what does YOLO mean to you? What does YOLO mean to you, Mike, if you were on your college application? Oh, my God. Like, so we have to, like, we have to like, write a setup a, question right that? there. What does YOLO like, like mean prompt, to you? Like a that's how you prompt? know that our culture, it's just all over. Well, no. <laughs> it's so no, it's not. It's all over. It's not all over. Don't think like God, that. God, I love your optimism. No. <laughs> no. Look, from what I understand, that la- language, so is, language, is, language is shit and came from a bunch of people grunting into making words. So when somebody, uh, like, does something cool with language, like, just takes, like, an acronym and makes it a new word. He didn't that, even do that, that by we the all way. Have it was Rick Ross. Yeah, but he popularized it. We probably heard it from somebody else. Yeah, yeah, probably heard it from a fucking kid in a bar. Maybe shit. Ace Hood is the secret genius, Khaled. Don't say that. I would, I would put my money on no. Yeah, <laughs> I like Bugatti. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do. I like oh anything that Future. I like does, me too. But I don't like, I like fucking it. anything. Like Future right now is just whoring himself out. Yeah, to people for course. No, it's no, no, no. Stop oh yeah, Future is the one person that should have artistic integrity. Yes, <laughs> I think that what he does has special. a little bit of artistic great. integrity to it. But if he does, if he gives it to anybody for any amount of money like all the time then it will fuck it up you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, it's sure. not only his it's mike wills too 
Yeah, true. Does is that who does all of his production? No, uh, for the, the the best stuff. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, but I, what am I talking but about? He I love that. You, he didn't I like do that. You deserve it. He I like that you. Migos record way more than a grown man should. Who are Migos? Like, you would That's not like the garbage. Migos. Hey, let me tell you. What this. Are, what I don't like the Migos. I like the Migos. <laughs> what are they? What are they doing? I listen to that shit all the time. Tell me about them. Tell me about the. They're Migos. just three guys from Atlanta. One of them, you would hate it. <laughs> now, I want to know about it. One guy. One guy like raps like Gucci Mane. One guy raps like Future. Um, One guy raps like Gucci Man. Somebody raps like Gucci Man. Okay, yeah, well, there's a couple guys. There's young Scooter. Okay, this is some derivative <laughs> shit. Like, all right, check this out, right? Like, <laughs> but they write memorable hey, choruses and they rap well. I think they rap well. But no, they Gucci don't rap well. well. Huh? You think Gucci Man raps well? I think nah. Gucci Man. I don't raps like Gucci Man's well. voice. Okay. I don't like but, Gucci Man's voice. So it's hard but to like the, the, you know, in terms of like delivery and cadence and shit, like. Sometimes. Wow. Yeah, I've never, I haven't heard. Sometimes. I, just, I, could, I, could, I could show I'm you some Gucci Mane shit that's clever. Like, I'm not, I could a, show yeah, you some I'm not like a Gucci I don't say he's man. not clever. I just don't think he can rap good. I don't, I don't I'm like not his saying voice. he's not clever. I don't like his voice. So? It doesn't really. I don't th- I'm, from what I've heard, yeah. is uh, I think I, that's I, neither here nor there. This, this Migo shit is horrible. And it's another <laughs> fucking. It's another thing that like I, why I hate fucking like hipsters. It's another. It's, I hate hipsters because they like. Now why do you like it? You why do you like it, Jeff? I like to. Work out to it and listen to it loud when I'm ah, drinking or getting high. I'm always high, so I feel like it sounds, <laughs> it sounds pretty high. good played loud in my Are car. Are you high when you work out? Uh, I only <laughs> only in college. <laughs> uh, sometimes if you do yoga when you're high, it's like a. I've it's always a, wanted it's like, to it's do like yoga. A, it's high. like it's like the contra code. I've always, <laughs> like, I've always, wow. I've always felt like that was like it yeah. Would be I like discovered that. I feel like I, I shit myself. I discovered, <laughs> No, I just remember like you know, like all the no, random parts. I just lose control. <laughs> you know, how, like when you're in college, like you would get real, real high. Yeah. So like, I so saw we get real, real high, and then one day I was like visiting my friend in Boulder, and then I got I was so high I started stretching. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot, a lot, all the time when I'm high. I'll be I'll be at a club yeah. stretching. You yeah. Know what I mean, Cause yeah. High, that's like, why yoga is yeah. good because you you you're high and you're like this is just fucking amazing. You also focus. You shut off your brain because you're you know. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna have to do see. That. Weed just makes me paranoid, so I just be like. Dude, what if I stretch his muscle so far that it just snaps? <laughs> like, yeah, those thoughts come to my head. So fuck it. Yeah. Hey, we need to go to a commercial break. I think we're about to. That's my. We just need to end I this show. This show is over. Show. My show. You've been great. Mike has an EP out. I do. So rockabye. Go get it right now. Oh, yeah, it's on my Bandcamp. It's free. Or you pay what you want. You can give me a thousand dollars if you. I won't give it. I won't turn it down. But it's also free. And he's touring and stuff. Yeah, touring with Dessa. Um, touring with Homeboy Sandman in uh, August and September. Do you guys well. have any LA dates? Uh, we're playing low end. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? August twenty eighth. And you're playing my new event, Daylight. Yes, playing Daylight next Sunday with Milo and Zero. Yeah, oh, man. Fuck, that's nice. Yeah, I'm man. not even be yeah. here. Thirty two forty five Casitas Ave, Los nice Angeles, California nine zero zero three nine. It's too good. It's, it's it, so great. It's too good. It's like it's like free coffee from Earthquaker Devices. How about it? And. Yeah. Other devices from Earthquaker devices. Oh, buy yeah. them. Oh yeah, Co- uh, buy them and keep, some pedals. Keep us from getting canceled. Buy there something. No, 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 really, really. Hey, like, <laughs> and send the guest of two Earthquake devices, and then I'll talk about you too favorably. Hey, <laughs> Earthquaker devices. Tell them to give you my. my I'm a businessman and entrepreneur. Hey, t- tell Lauren to give you my email address so we can take it a little bit further. That's right. Because niggas be on stage and I'm we need banners. No. I'm saying no. <laughs> Right. Give me that stomp box. All right. Shots fired. That's what she said. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com.
EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead. <laughs>